I was going for a flavor that reminded me of something that I look back now and say, why do I remember? Why do I want to remember that? Right. That was making me unhealthy and sick and fat and stupid. I mean, I honestly wasn't able to think the way that I can think today. I'm so I'm so much faster on my on my feet when I'm talking to people today than I was back then. It's like, why would I want to remember? Why would I want to reminisce that flavor? Hello, wellness warriors. Welcome to Mind Blowing Health and Wellness with Violet. Pat Chat Edition. I'm Violet. And I'm Pat. Today, we're going to do a few comments from The Real Secret to Conquering Food Cravings. Yeah. The first one, I'm sorry, is going to sound like we're doing a mean tweet or a mean comment video, but it's not about that. But there was some interesting idea in the comment. So you see the first one, you seem low energy and washed out and don't look particularly healthy or lively. Incorporating more fitness rather than extreme restriction on everything like zero food, barely any veg would enliven you. The first thing I want to say is that this person, because they didn't like what I had to say about food cravings being addiction decides to attack whether or not I'm a healthy, lively, energetic person. And they want to call me washed out. What does that have to do with whether or not, right? So, but the second thing I'm going to say is that she says that incorporating more fitness. I didn't talk in this video about whether or not I'm, I do fitness. How does she, why does she believe that I don't do any, again, because she didn't like what I have to say, all of a sudden, I, I must be one of those people that doesn't do any fitness. So all of my wellness warriors already know that I ride every vehicle that you could possibly ride winter and summer. Mm -hmm. Okay, but she also says that I'm using extreme restriction. No, no, no fruit, no veg. Again, all my wellness warriors already know when I was eating a standard American diet, Patrick, how much fruit and veg did I eat? Yeah, not much like maybe a couple of bananas maybe once in a while but like you didn't buy them really like first of all i didn't buy yeah. them hear what he said so yeah. if i went to his house and there was a strawberry there i might have eaten that mm. if there was a kiwi there i might have eaten that if there was a banana nine times out of ten i didn't eat it because there were always bananas so it's not particularly restrictive in your case you, so you just don't like fruits so starting off with well. violet never liked fruit Starting off with Violet never liked veg. So am I actually, in terms of living a healthy ketogenic lifestyle, am I actually restricting my... I eat more vegetables today than I ate when I was standard American diet. But in reality, do I eat a lot? No. So that's part one. Walking into a story and making assumptions about what I do and don't eat, making assumptions about how energetic or not energetic I am, because you don't like the conclusions that I come to about food cravings. Interesting. interesting. But she goes on to say something yeah. else that's very, very much more interesting. So that's not really about health. It's about restriction to avoid addiction. But still, if you exercise rigorously, you can obviously eat more fruit and would need more carbs. And this is the part that's not true at all. Even I can say that that's not true. Fruits have fructose. Fructose, like we we showed in past video, that is like damaging to your system. So exercise the 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 the, the amount you want. It's never going to be a good excuses a good excuse to to put fruit in your diet. Mm -hmm. Right. So I want to just know in the comments, anybody, just answer this question. If I told you that I'm going to give you this vial of poison, but don't worry, 30 seconds after that, I'm going to give you the vial of antidote. How many of you are actually drinking that poison? 
right? Yeah. It, it doesn't make any sense. Even though I'm going to give you the antidote, why would you harm yourself for that 30 seconds? Mm -hmm. There will be some kind of repercussion and we don't know what it would be. The truth is you cannot exercise your way out of a problem you ate your way into. Mm -hmm. No matter how much exercise you do, the sugar was in your body and it was damaging whatever it was going to damage. And here's the part that when people like this put their information out on the internet, they're not telling you. For Violet, it was weight gain and inflammation. Mm -hmm. For Patrick, it was oh, weight gain and, and high blood pressure. For other people, there's no weight gain, but there's PCOS. For other people, there's weight gain and PCOS. Mm -hmm. For other, guess what? We don't know what our individual body is gonna do with the sugar because each of us is different. We just know it has to do something because if it stays in the blood, you die. Some people get colitis and irritable bowel syndrome and weight gain. Now, there's always a teeny bit of weight gain, but at the end of the day, all this person is focusing on is the weight. Mm -hmm. I don't mind my diet. Guess what? At my age, I make all my own food. I'm not relying on anybody else. We need to be realistic. I'm not restricted in my diet. I choose to eat the way that I eat. So this comment is just, her not liking the fact that I called out the fact that sugar is addictive. Is addictive. Totally. Yeah. Now, you don't have to like what I say. You don't have to do anything with mm -hmm. the information I put out there. I put it out there because I know there are people out in the world, so my wellness warriors, who want to improve. And when I let you know that sugar cravings are really sugar addiction, then you can take steps to improve your life. That's why I put this information out. But I will say it again. You cannot exercise your way out of a problem that you ate your way into. Mm -hmm. It just doesn't work. The energy that you're using came from the meal that you ate yesterday. Next comment. I know your child doesn't eat keto, but what are your thoughts on intuitive eating and children? I have a two years old and currently we, we avoid wheat and added sugar. I am very keen to set my son up for success and health, but perceived restriction can lead to disordered eating in children. That's reality that we have not pushed our kids to eat keto. My daughter dabbled in trying. She found it difficult. Two of our three kids have dramatically yeah. <laughs> diminished how much carb they eat. Mm -hmm. Dramatically. Carbs, but they but still... Especially added sugar. But for me, I would say added sugar. They, they, they still do eat carbs, but like, I think the desserts. Okay. Were, yeah, I, yeah, I concur with that. Yeah. They've dramatically diminished their desserts. Mm. The desserts are still there. So mm -hmm. I'm not going to say that they don't eat them. And we allow the desserts to be still there. So there's a reason for that, which goes to what she's saying. Mm -hmm. It's n like at this point in time, we acknowledge we've already made the mistake of getting them addicted to these things. So now it's their decision with our help to pull themselves out of this bad position that we put them in. So I cannot in good conscience put my daughter in a situation where she's going to want it even more by restricting her from having something that I put her on in the first place. It doesn't make any sense. That would be me punishing her for me making a mistake. At the same time, I recognize, and she recognizes how much carbohydrate you eat matters. Mm -hmm. And so does our boy. He recognizes how much carb you eat matters. So they, with our, our help, because they, they've seen what I was doing, they see what Pat is doing, 
And so they've actually diminished quite a bit. I mean, the other day when dessert time came around, of course, my daughter didn't come out because she never does. But then your son said, not me neither. Yeah. And it was like, yay. Oh, yeah. Right. So we just had the one that had dessert that day. Right. And it's, this is these are the good things that you start to see. So at the age that our kids are at, forcing them doesn't make sense. Yeah. But but then again, like, yeah, they're 15. So so like you said, but what about um, what about Lauren that actually has a two years old? Like, yeah. So that's she's a in a good story. position, yeah, to exactly. actually listen to <laughs> to to her kid. So here's the here's the flip side of the the story, Lauren. You're in a great position because you're actually in the position to just listen to him. Hmm. Chances are, if you depending on when you started listening to him, you're gonna notice first of all, he's not rushing towards carbs as much as you think he is. If you just allow him to have access to good quality meat, good quality, low carb vegetables, you know, cheese and nuts mm -hmm. and like all the things that are healthier and like stay less towards the junk food. Like, I don't know if you noticed it. I did notice it with my daughter. I didn't understand it at the time what was happening. She didn't like sweet. Mm -hmm. My daughter only started eating sweet for real after four years old was when she was like in our house like that's when i decided okay it's okay for her to have candy she didn't want it mm -hmm. she only actually started eating it around six that was the first time her sixth birthday was the mm -hmm. first time she actually ate a piece of cake her sixth birthday i think the thing that i'm trying to point out to you to think about lauren is that if you actually pay attention to your kid you might notice already that there's not that big of a push towards it except that we keep offering it to them so what I, so what i want to add to that like is that two years old he's probably there's good chance he's not like addicted to carb like as we were so so well, it could depends on like what you buy from what, what you've I been feeding there, like yeah from but what you're I you're a there. dental hygienist and you've been <laughs> so, paying attention yeah. so i'm so, doubting it too so no added sugar no processed foods if you keep feeding him whole foods like he's off to a good start yeah when we offer our kids something then they get used to eating that something mm -hmm then they can be on the train where they want it. So the difference between you saying he can't have it versus it just not being something that you have in your home, there's a huge difference, right? If in your home, you guys have healthy foods and he goes to his friend's house and he has a sip of soda or a cookie, like that's one sip of soda or a cookie in the grand scheme of what he's eating at home. And what I find really interesting there is that if I would have followed my daughter and not pushed these foods, she never would have wanted it. She mm -hmm. was showing clearly a preference towards healthy foods and we kept offering it to her, like mm -hmm. not knowing what we were doing. Cause, yeah. and I didn't know at that time what I was yeah. doing. Today, mm -hmm. I would have followed her, right? But so fast forward, yes, now she's in that mm -hmm. situation because of me, which is why I don't fight with her because I see that it was my mistake. But by not fighting with them, all three of them, and I mean, I have to be honest, like the third one's coming on board. It's taking a little longer, yeah. but he is coming on board. He's talking about building muscles and all. It's like he's yeah. coming on board and we know we're going to get him. We're, we're going to get him. But the other two, like they really do make choices and it's really, they're starting to listen to themselves. Am I actually hungry? Like they're making better yeah. choices. It's a hundred percent visible. My, like the third one we're talking about, like, and it's, it brings the idea, like um, the routine, like he's, he's a little creature of routine. So if you put on his plate something that he likes like three days in a row for him it's like oh okay no I'm, i can't have like i'm just thinking about the chips with like the the sandwich uh, at lunch uh not at school obviously like at school we stand like i, I 
tend to send them with, with better like vegetables to go along with a sandwich even though there's bread but on the weekend like like he has chips with a sandwich and it's like expected now so I, I have to be like as a dad very careful of what I'm I'm putting in like some some things are given but uh, the other day he was requesting something for breakfast that he has with his mom and I was like mm, no like this is going to stay with your mom I took the decision this is going to stay with your mom and at home you're going to eat this and like okay it's fine but he tried so be careful like maybe the routine because they're a little kid they're creature of routines like what you You were talking about disordered eating because of not getting what other people are getting. But honestly, I feel like it's not about blocking him from having it. It's about what I buy in my house is what I buy. In my you know, we had this conversation, Pat and I, because as I've said a billion times, I was never a fruit person. So in my house, my daughter was, I guess, theoretically deprived of fruit, right? Because I wasn't buying it. But you know what? When we went to his place, she had it. When we're at my place, mm -hmm. she didn't. Even till today, like now that I'm I'm purchasing differently because of keto, there are certain things that I just don't buy unless she actively requests when I'm at the store, oh, could you pick up this? Mm -hmm. But I will pick it up, like I said, because I'm the reason she eats this way. And I know her, she's gonna eat one and I'm probably gonna throw the rest in the garbage, but I would mm -hmm. rather do that than have her feel deprived. So I do it. I will buy a bag of cookies or I'll buy a whatever. A lot of the time they stay there till her friends come over and then they eat it together, in which case I know she didn't eat the whole thing. So yay. And that's good for me too. But like, she's not deprived. And if she eats out of the package four cookies before they start to look to me like, okay, it's time for them to go in the garbage. I rather do that than by saying no, she's sneakily buying things and eating the whole tray. So I understand what you're saying in terms of like not putting him in a bad position. But the flip side of that coin is if he has it at a friend's house or whatever, it's not going to be the, yeah, bit, the yeah. be all and end all. And chances yeah. are, if he's not used to eating it, he just won't want just it. Won't you know, like my nephew doesn't eat chocolate. He don't like it. Mm. <laughs> like, you know, like yeah. it's just like the, the kids have their thing. Right. And it's like he just doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't like it. Mm. Right. Like just it's not that they're going to chase things or not gonna, they're going to chase everything. Yeah. Right. And for those of you who has like teens like us, just like by example just like tell them bring them to make more uh, healthy conscious uh, choices and like like it, it works honestly like like you said it works they still have like the occasional bread and rice but like but like you said there like the the added sugar takes a much less important place uh, i have one that barely desert anymore um he, he eats like to satiation too like uh, mm -hmm. say He, he does like the pasta, the occasional pasta, but like then it's my decision, like because I cook for the whole family when I have them, that like I don't like it's a it's I I even consider it like a treat maybe once a month that we'll have that they have pasta as a side because I usually do the vegetable, but I always try to have some vegetables also like um, like all three of them. The other day I made. Um a meal that usually comes with rice and I just completely forgot to make the rice and not one of them complained. They were like, I think my daughter asked to go, did you make the rice? And I was like, yeah, oh, shoot, I forgot. And and they were all three, oh, it doesn't matter. Hmm. Like, and it was just like, as quickly as the question was asked, they moved on. It's like, ah, oh, whatever, it doesn't matter. Like, like go back, mm -hmm. that would have been a problem, <laughs> mm -hmm. um, you know, years ago that I forgot to make the rice. Well, I wouldn't have forgotten probably, but yeah. 
But you know what I mean? So we see the differences there, mm -hmm. right? There was no pouting faces. There was no upset. Yeah. The other comment we had on that video comes from another chocolate holic. Uh, so, so the question. He doesn't even know how to say it, right? Chocoholic. Chocoholic. Oh, chocolate. I'm a cho I was I was a chocoholic. Say it correctly. <laughs> I chocoholic. I was a chocoholic. Chocoholic. Love chocolate. So my fellow chocoholic, I understand you. Yeah. Okay. But what but is like the question? She, she's wondering because like a little bit like like you described in uh, uh in like a past video about like your chocolate you went uh I think after school like stopped at the uh, the store to to get some chocolate before having supper. I think it's the same idea. But she's wondering in in a particular brand that like the, just that brand she's like questioning if they do put addictive stuff because she's a relatively low carb eater but like she couldn't get rid of that addiction to that specific brand of chocolate so by when i was reading the comment i did take the comment um like here to to discuss it here because like my first uh my first my first answer was like oh yeah sure they put sugar in that chocolate that's why you're addicted to that chocolate But like, um, but she's saying a specific brand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. About a specific brand, like, yeah. So but we have all have our favorite. We did all have our favorite brand of chocolate, like in. I'm gonna sound yeah. so tainted right now. <laughs> I've been reading Mark Hyman's book about food, the food fix. I'll put a link in the description below, and I think she might like be feeling something that's real. Okay. Apparently, there's so much that goes on. I know Mark did a podcast once where he, where he actually interviewed somebody who had a tour food through the food um, production okay. for a specific chip. Oh. And uh, what he learned in that tour is that they actually have food scientists who create foods that are hyper palatable. And honestly, to me, it's just like, you know, the, the drug chemist finding the correct addictive property. Mm -hmm. for, like, basically, is what it boils yeah. down to. That it's, it's not, it is reality that food companies can find ways to hit on those specific things in people that are going to cause them to not be able to put down their food. Mm. This is, and it's, and it's what they're actively striving to do. So much so that this guy who took the tour learned in the tour that the people that work in there do not let their families eat these foods okay foods hmm. foods yeah. um Products. so so <laughs> do i feel like maybe she because she mentioned That's a specific cool. company and she said it's just that one specific company that their chocolate for some reason she cannot put it down mm. but the other chocolate doesn't have the same effect on her But is it possible? I'm, I can't say it's not possible. With all the things that I'm learning from reading this book, I cannot say it's not possible. Oh, But I, I think the other thing that I'm going to say, though, is that could there be a psychological element, mm. right? Because she mentioned that from since she was a little child, she had a love for this chocolate. Yeah. And she, But at the same time, she says she remembers like crying and begging as a small child for her mom to go get it, which is where she pulled the, okay, I think I was well, addicted. Maybe there's an emotional thing to that, too. Well, like it sounds like maybe there was addiction. a physical addiction that she was living yeah. through that her parents didn't understand. And then she realizes it and like today mm -hmm. she's, she's talking about it. So like, I feel like it could be both that mm -hmm. there was, even though she was able to get her carb count, she said low carb. So it doesn't sound like she's doing keto. That mm -hmm. might help. So yeah. if you're listening, uh, Natalie, that might help to try to go a little lower. It might help you to get off. Yeah. We have to add to that. There's caffeine in chocolate. 
There's lots of little bits and pieces but that's to be my, that's addicted the thing to. I'm thinking right now, like, is it that those package? I'm not even going to call them chocolate. More like candy bars. There, there is very little chocolate. In fact, in those, uh, we're we're seeing the that brand video that the other she's day talking with, about. No, yeah, you know, okay. there, there's chocolate. <laughs> there's chocolate in there. Okay. The brand because, that she specifically named, yes, there's chocolate. Because trying to get addicted to 95% cacao chocolate, like it's gonna be very hard because it's very very bitter. I still do like it once in a while. Like like it's part of the. I think that the the new the new taste I I, I developed with like low carb keto. Uh, the same goes for example with plain yogurt, the, which which I could not stand before. And it's really hard to get addicted to plain yogurt, honestly. Um, but I also feel like yeah, we, like we underestimate how when we're not eating sugar, we can taste the sugar in things that we couldn't taste it in before, mm-hmm. right? Like mm-hmm. if, you're, if you're eating regular plain yogurt, whereas before it would have tasted bland, because we don't eat sugar, we taste everything in it now. And it's the same thing with the, the, the 95, 99, 100%, I mean, 100% chocolate. Mm-hmm. So baker's chocolate. Mm-hmm which I've like when I was making when I used to make things I had taken a piece of and it's like it didn't taste bad mm-hmm. but again like would I have been able to say that about Baker's chocolate back when I was eating real yeah. regular normal Standard milk food. whatever you want to call it chocolate, chocolate yeah. <laughs> like no I wouldn't have been able right so I feel like it's also that mm-hmm. the same way that when I tell people I taste the sweet in nuts they look at me like what nuts are not sweet mm-hmm. I taste the sweet in nuts That's why I can no longer eat them. Like, so I feel like it's that, like, I don't, I don't know what they put Mm -hmm. in their specific blend of chocolate that could be more hyper palatable to people than, but it's a brand that sells a lot. (laughs) So it's not a brand that's having trouble making sales. I can tell you that. But what we, like, is there something we can suggest her to, to try to get rid of that? addiction like it's really really i did i made the suggestion of going lower carb (laughs) like like really just going lower carb and like really putting yourself in that position where you have to choose between Mm -hmm. my health and that piece of chocolate yeah because i feel like until you stop eating it you're not going to be able to stop eating it like that's one of the problems with addiction the reason i haven't had any chocolate in the last year and a half two years year and a half is because i haven't had any i have cacao powder in my in my cupboard that I had bought because sometimes I was putting it in my coffee I don't even do that anymore like I just don't have it I don't have it because oh because I don't need it anymore again this is where it's like I was going for a flavor that reminded me of something that I look back now and say why do I remember why do I want to remember that right that was making me unhealthy Hmm. and sick and fat and stupid I mean I honestly wasn't able to think the way that I can think today I'm so I'm so much faster on my on my feet when I'm talking to people today than I was back then, it's like, mm-hmm. why would I want to remember? Why would I want to reminisce that flavor? Right No, does that mean I'm never going to have a keto something ever again? No, I'm not saying that at all. I'm not saying that at all. Mm-hmm. But am I saying that I'm right now feeling like I need to, I'm missing something. I'm so not missing anything. Right. Like I know today I'm going to go home and very likely have a pork chop, yeah, avocado, <laughs> and maybe some cheese for mm-hmm. supper. And I'm looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And we've had one coffee today. Okay, one coffee, yeah. It is. Same goes for the seed. Like, we often talk about our Caesar salad. My, we it's, look forward to that. It's 8, 18. It's 8, yeah. And, that's, and we've had one one cup coffee of coffee too. today. And I'm fine, actually. I'm, I'm going to go cook because I, I didn't cook it yet. Oh, and by the way, interestingly enough, 
just just because one of the questions before was about our kids. For some strange reason, I have no idea why, but yesterday my, my daughter decided, eh, I don't need supper, and she didn't have supper. Can you imagine five years ago? Mm. Well, not five years ago. She'd been too young. I wouldn't have allowed it. But can you imagine two years ago her saying, eh, I'm not having supper? Mm. I can't imagine that. It would have been, what are we eating? What are we eating? What are we... Right? So, again, I feel like we sometimes we put so much focus on what we're eating because we're eating for fun right she wasn't hungry she's like why am i gonna bother eating something i'm not hungry and she didn't eat and today she ate right Mm -hmm. and it's like whatever like i don't need to we don't need to focus so much time energy effort on trying to make food fun but we do because food companies have taught us Mm -hmm. very well because why because they want our money and that's the saddest thing that I've ever had to say, but it's the truth. They do it because they want our money, not because they're trying to give us healthy food, not even because they're trying to give us safe, fun snacks. They're willing to feed us garbage to get our money. And we allow it because we buy the products. We buy the products. So as long as we're gonna buy those products, we need to live those uh, repercussions, consequences, whatever you wanna call it, because we allowed ourselves to buy those products. And um, so do I do I think there's a possibility that there's something in there that's just like pulling you? Yeah, there might be. Right. There might be something that they put in there. That's just it, they got you mm-hmm. that that combination, that hyper palatability yeah. that they were trying to create. It got you. They, they got you they succeeded. No, and it's not even it's scary. I get it, but it's different for for like not, not like every person is the same. Right. Yeah, for, but for this, you, for you know, use that. But for other people, uh, and you know what? The other thing. Uh, what was that slogan? Once you pop, you can't stop. Huh? Remember that one? <laughs> uh, you can't eat just one. Remember that one? Like they, they are so blatant as to say it to us, mm-hmm. and still, right? They say it to us. I remember there's, there's another one where they open the bag and he smells like, can you eat just one of these? They say it to us and we don't realize that they're not joking. Their job is to get us to go through the bag and want to buy another. Is that, are we letting them do that to us? That's the question. Mm-hmm. Right, guys, I don't want you to let, wellness warriors, do not let them do it to you. Because we all have the right to say, my money is going towards whole foods to fuel, build, and grow this body. Right, we all have the right to say that. And if you say it, you will have a healthier, better built, better quality body. I want you guys all to say it. I'm not sure if answering comments is a safe way to go for me because I get really riled up, but uh, <laughs> I want to thank you guys for watching Mind Blowing Health and Wellness with Violet, Pat Chat Edition. He figured out another way to get me. Um, Patreon, t-shirts in the description below. We love making these videos for you guys. Like, subscribe, and share the video because we can help other people.